Wow. Yeah, check me out. I pray for this one on a mountain. This one on the mountain. Taking pictures on my phone. Taking pictures on my phone. For a number, I don't even got. For a number, I don't even got. For a number, I don't got no more. For a number, I ain't got no more. It all happened how. It all happened how. It all happened how the way it's supposed to go. What's up, y'all? Episode. Hold on, let me fix the camera a bit. Yeah. All right, for sure. Yo, so what's up? This is episode, uh, I think, 14. Uh, what I'm going to be talking about here is just a bunch of uh, spitballing, right? Also, I was thinking about just looking up stuff on the internet and then just kind of uh, going over what it is, right? So uh, let's see. What do I have on my uh, my screen here? Uh, I don't think I could share with you guys um, what, I'm, um, what I'm looking at, but uh, I was thinking about just going over like Twitter stuff. Let's see. See what we what we have here. Okay. So for one, uh I've never really had like a large uh Twitter following. I think the largest following I have now is probably like my uh my TikTok. Uh I do have Instagram, don't get me wrong, but like I just follow the shit out of people and then like I think sometimes uh people follow me. Or maybe they're like bots or something. I don't really know. But I think TikTok is more organic uh, because people, you know, I get a lot more responses and people actually like follow me back and stuff. And like, uh, you know, it's more uh, organic, more homegrown. But let's see. So, uh, okay. What's trending? What's trending? Floyd Mayweather shopping at Louis Vuitton store in Japan. That's what's up. So I'm not really opinionated. I don't think this is a good idea for a podcast, but uh, let's see what what could I talk about. Um, all right, cool. So let's talk about self righteousness, right? So I heard in the Bible, or I read in the Bible that self righteousness is really hard uh, to do, considering the fact that none of us are righteous. And even Jesus says that uh, he's not righteous; God was righteous. And God is the only thing that's good. Uh, and so that's crazy to me because if you think about how good Jesus was, it's like, by comparison, what we do on the day to day is like, how could it be measured? So it's like, don't call yourself self-righteous. I mean, you could try to be self-righteous, but you, it, it's just, it's kind of hard to measure because, you know, by all means, you might be a, what's the word? You might just be lying on yourself. Uh, you know, also, I was having a, a conversation a little bit ago where it's like um, you could uh, you could be confident and still be within your rights by God because, you know, you're giving the, the respect, the authority to God. But uh, you can be. But you can't be cocky if you're being cocky, uh, then I think that's some other stuff. I think that's more like the devil and stuff. Uh, so there is a difference. And for the people who know better, uh, this is just a clarification for the people who don't. Like, by all means, I'm not trying to say that I know something better than anybody or anything like that. This whole entire podcast is called Me Versus Me. And so this is just kind of like a triangu tri triangulation of certain points that are pretty much redundant to anybody else but me and whoever doesn't know. Uh, you know, but in an attempt to try to make people's lives easier if they tune in to the podcast and they like what they hear. That's what's up. Uh, you know, 
it's it's pretty much more for educational purposes uh because i don't really think that with the current following that i have now it's entirely relevant or that it'll ever be relevant because i just talk about what i like uh and you know there's differences you know even amongst friends like you could have two people who have like two different tastes and stuff it's it's never gonna match but uh so long as you're, you're cool with people like um me personally i think it matters less about what people are arguing about and more about how they connect with one another uh and i say that uh because this was true to me now i wasn't always like this and you know uh there's a lot of people who probably know me different and you know from where i'm at now um i'm reading the bible and that's where it's at you know because so the thing i like about jesus is jesus would hang out in bar or not bars but like he would hang out with like the people who like all the people were like oh you're hanging out with them you know that lady who um she pretty much was like kissing his feet and you know like cleaning it with her with her hair and stuff and then uh one of the pharisees was like oh you know this guy must not be the messiah or like something because um i think they were saying like he must not be a prophet or something because uh you know, he must not know who she is, but in reality, he's like, I mean, who's the one who's going to, uh, who's the one who's going to be the most thankful if there's a king or like a, a property owner or something. And they, um, and I'm not trying to blaspheme, uh, I'm not trying to be a blasphemous, you know, dear heavenly father, please forgive me, but it's in the book. It's literally in the Bible, you know, or if you, if you, if you know better than I, kudos. I probably should do a little bit more research in the story of my life right now. It's kind of turning into like a little trend or something. But anyways, uh, I think there's like a king or something and there was two servants and one of them owed him like $50 or like 50 coins or something. And the other one owed him 500 coins. And then the king pretty much forgave them both. And then Jesus asked the guy, who do you think is going to uh, is going to be more grateful? And then basically they were like the guy that pretty much had $500 or 500 coins, you know, forgiven. And then that was pretty much like spoken to say like, so, you know what I mean? Like she's going to be more grateful than you without really saying those words. Uh, that's just kind of like my, my paraphrasing. And I, I get that that's bad. So don't do that. Don't be like that. Like me. I'm an idiot. Don't follow me all the time. Uh, <laughs> but I'm honest, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get better. I, I think that uh, I read the, the story, understood the gist of it. And uh, this is just kind of an attempt to, to keep you guys watching, keep you guys paying attention. Uh, but more importantly, I think the, the morals behind that are like um, very true because it's the, you know, the people who are like always looked down on or like talked about or like, you know, all oh, their misfits, the troublemakers and stuff who like people probably assume like, oh, yeah, you know, God could never love them. Or maybe they just see them feel a certain type of way and then they feel a certain type of way about God. So they're like my God who loves me, who I feel so much greatness about, you know what I mean? And then they look at them and they're like, but you, though. And then in reality, God is the maker of both of, you know, those people. So it's like just show love. You know what I mean? That's, I think, what the commandments we're, we're talking about is, like, just show love. Uh, but uh, 
I think this is the way it was worded though. Uh, is like love God with your mind, body, and all your mind, all your heart, and all your spirit, and uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And uh, I think Jesus was talking about that, and what he said was like pretty much the commandments hinge off of these two things, which makes sense because uh, I was talking to somebody and they're like. The beginning of the um the Ten Commandments pretty much like glorify God. Uh you know what? I would have to do the research on that a little bit more before I finish that statement. But uh they're saying, you know, and then the rest of them pretty much are like how you act amongst one another. So I can't really say that that's how I feel about it, but that's just what was said to me. Uh I would hate to mislead anyone, but that's just pretty much what was said. So, uh, also I think that it's, um, pretty important to pay attention to like, you know, how you treat people because you can harness a lot of hatred or resentment, or you can, uh, you know, kind of wish bad for people. Like you want them to feel like how maybe they made you feel and stuff. But in reality, guys like, or Jesus was like, how are you going to ask for forgiveness when you won't even forgive that person over there, how are you going to ask for mercy from the God, everyone's God, when you won't even show mercy to your brother? And then they're asking Jesus, like, how many times do we forgive a brother? And he's like, seven. And then Jesus is like, seven, you know, times 10, pretty much. Like, you know what I mean? Like 77. And then that, that's a lot of times to forgive somebody. I know me personally, like, I'm not Jesus. I'm not um I'm not as qualified as him, the you know, the sacrificial lamb to to be out here showing love like that. But uh I mean he did it, you know, and uh you know, if you if you believe or if you if you know, uh I guess that kind of just comes down to you and you know your experiences. Me, um I know, right? I know it's real. So it's easy for me to kind of be like, dang, like, all right, well, that's the example. So I have to, I have to be like that, which it, it never happens. You're not going to be able to be like Jesus. Jesus is like, uh, he got the high score. He's that one that like, when he got dropped into the, the video game, he got the, the nine, 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 nine that you see at the top. He got that score. And then we all fall short by far. But he's like pretty much saying like, look, you know, just have love or I'm sorry, uh, just, you know, show love for a brother because like that's what God wants from you. And I think that uh, it gets a, a little bit more deeper than that. I'm not saying this to kind of like, um, you know, oversimplify or anything like that. I know if I, if I continue to, to go into this, um, this, uh, this subject without the Bible in front of me, uh, I might catch some feedback, but it's all good because, well, I know God. So I'm pretty sure that, uh, if I was meant to, uh, learn a lesson and all this, it would probably be like, before you start teaching people something, make sure you read the Bible first or speak exactly what's in there. So that way, you know, you make sure not to paraphrase because you don't want to have anybody drift and it'll be your responsibility, it'll be, right? It would be my fault. 
If I wasn't saying, hey, don't take my word for it, read what's in the Bible, take a look at that instead. Uh, and, you know, it would be identical to pretty much uh, what was spoken versus my interpretation of it. And then just like the best way I can kind of go about bringing back that sentence from my thoughts and memories. Anyways, moving forward, this was kind of like a, a, a long lingering rant, but uh, it's all good because, uh, you know, Jesus is always a good topic. Let's see. Let's talk about uh, Pharisees. Pharisees are pretty mean to Jesus. I was uh, talking to my coworker and I was like, dude, I always get sensitive whenever I'm reading like the Bible and I hear about like uh, the last part when um, they were about to um, crucify him. Man, that thing always hits me in the spirit, man. Because I know, like, dude, how are you going to crucify someone based off of the hatred in your heart, but not have anything to kind of, like, blame them for? And, you know, he's showing all these miracles and stuff. And they're just like, nah, like, we refuse to believe it. And then some of the ones who knew that he was doing all this stuff kind of were just like, you know, just out to get him. And that sucks, you know, because me, I believe in like in today's standards, right? You would want someone to get their best shot. You would want them to, to receive that, that fair trial, you know, and he got crucified, which is like one of the worst ways to die. You know, shout out to Christian on TikTok, um, you know, because he pretty much explained it to us. I mean, I heard this before, but uh, he, you know, he reminded me about it. Where he's like, he got flogged. Jesus got flogged like 39 times. And 40 was a limit to where you would die. And what that was, was like pretty much like a, you know, like a, like some sort of a um, stick or like some sort of like a piece of like leather or something. And it had like uh, these pieces of um, like string and then embedded in those string were like pieces of bone. And then they would whip uh, people in the back and then the pieces of bone would basically like uh, ingrain themselves in the flesh and tear the skin as they pulled them back. And that was a really, really heavy conversation because if you think about it, Jesus got flogged. But even before that, Pilate, the, the Roman governor, I think at the time, was like, I can't find a reason to like, I don't find him guilty. You guys are bringing them to me, um, and uh, like I, I don't, I don't find him on a basis like how you say. And they're like, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" And he's like, "So you consider yourself a king, right?" And Jesus, you know, Jesus, like pretty much like he's here to represent God, and uh, you know, he's testifying to the truth, and uh, you know. Even with that being said, Pilate's like, I don't really know. Uh, and like I said, just read the Bible. I actually took this one out of John, right? The the ending of John uh, in the New Testament. But uh, they talk about that. And uh, it's crazy because it, it gets real. Where even he went back out to, to the people and he's like, I still don't find a reason to crucify him, right? And that's that they're like literally like slapping him and like spitting in his face in the other room. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he's calling himself a king and we don't represent anybody but King Caesar. So you have to do your job 
or else you're not, you know, you can't say that you serve like King Caesar or something. So he's like, oh, dang. So now he goes out there and he's like, all right, well, look, there's two guys. There's one that had pretty much like caused an uprising and he was like a murderer and stuff. Or there's Jesus, which I can't say that I can find any reason to crucify him. So which one do you want me to to receive? Because I think it was like a, like the Passover or something like that. And they're like, which one do you want me to release? And then they're like, give us a Barabbas. And then uh, they're like, crucify him. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Because the other guy literally killed somebody. But, I mean, God's will be done. I think that's a pretty crazy pretty crazy subject if you think about it. Uh, so every time I read that book, it always kind of makes me like sad, man, because I mean, if you pray, you know, right. If you, if you pray to Jesus, you know, if you pray to God, you feel that peace. If you feel the Holy spirit, you know, that it's a very peaceful, calming feeling, but to know what it took to get there is like, yo, like I'll never be worthy of this, this, this feeling. And yet here it is. And I'm kind of like reading this Bible. So it's like a feeling that I know comes from, you know, who died on the cross for my sins. And then like God resurrected on the third day and pretty much became my Lord and Savior after that. After that happened, um, he left behind the Holy Spirit. So that Holy Spirit is what I feel. I experienced that. You know, it feels good. It's like. And I feel it, especially with like when I'm alone, I'm weak, I'm tired, uh, I feel like giving up, you know, I don't feel like good enough or, you know, I'm just, you know, a lot of spiritual warfare and it becomes, it's real, it's real. And uh, I'm reading what happened to the one who they're writing about. And I'm just like, oh man, like that's tough because you know, I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Uh, I know. To you, it might be different, but, uh, you know, I pray that, you know, uh, so long as you praise God, I'll never be able to say anything to, to judge. I mean, Jesus, for me, has been, Jesus has been, how do I explain this? So, um, Jesus dying on the cross for, I'm going to say our sins, because I was just thinking about this today. But Jesus dying on the cross for our sins is like, think about how many lives, how many souls that is in 2022 years. Think about how many people die a day. Think about how many people die in a year. Now think about 2022 years. And we're already at the end of this year. So think about how many people have died from the beginning of this year till now. And he died for all those souls, including the ones before. So he died for all of us. And that's the good news, right? He already, he already paid that toll. That's the good news. But, uh, you know, my relationship with Jesus might be different than your own. Uh, if you ever feel different, I recommend you to, to take a look into the Bible and you might, uh, you might be able to, um, you know, experience them in your own way. Uh, hang on one second. Let me shut the door.
Yeah, sorry about that. So uh I think that uh that one always gets me, man. That one's such a tough subject because then I pay attention to all of the people, man, and it's said in the Bible, right, that uh you're never at war with the flesh, you're always at war with the spirit. So think about how many spirits were that came over those people or incited one or two influential people to make the masses think that that's cool to do. Like we don't even crucify people anymore. Right. That was just inhumane. And back in the day, that thing was really savage. So that's a really tough way to go. Right. But to not even be given a fair trial and the people who are pretty much like judging you, like they're just kind of like going based off of, um, well, I'm not, I'm not going to, I, I just recommend you to read the Bible, right? Because there's, there's a lot of it that I don't want to, to diminish the value of it. But I mean, just a lot of spirits were affected by, let's say the, um, the leaders of the church back then. And those people, man, God bless their souls. Cause like they really probably believed what these people were telling them, not knowing that these guys were kind of trying to kill Jesus because Jesus was calling them out. He was like, you're not, uh, you're not doing your, your job. You're not really, uh, doing what you're supposed to do, which is, uh, glorifying God. You guys are pretty much turning like his house into like a den of like robbers. So he instantly was like, you know, speaking with authority, like, you guys got to get out. Like, this is not, this is not what you guys are supposed to be doing here. You know, you, you got, what are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing this here for? And then they realized that they had no premise to really call him out back because he was actually teaching people. He was actually healing people. He was performing miracles. You know what I mean? He was feeding people. They actually say in the book of John, at the end of the book of John, that he's like, he performed so many miracles that like, uh, in all the books in the world that you wouldn't be able to write them all down. So that's, that's a lot of miracles, man. And think about it like this. He was already in his thirties before he got baptized or something. Uh, I like the way someone put it on TikTok where they're like, he paid, he was, he went to work. He was a carpenter. You know, he was paying taxes. He was living life every day to day. And then he got baptized. And you know what I mean? John the, ba John the Baptist was like, you should be baptizing me. And then he's like, nah, it has to be this way. Because if it's going to be, you know, of my father, it has to be done the correct way. It has to be done the right way. So he was already in his 30s when that started happening. And that was like... Uh, I don't know how many years until he died, but, uh, I could tell you, man, in that time, who knows how many miracles he performed him being the son of God and everything, you know? So that's, that's crazy. Uh, so anytime I hear like, anytime I read like the new Testament, like towards the end of the book, it always gets sad. I like to hear, uh, some of the stuff that he did after, like when he got out or not when he got out, but when he got raised from the dead, it kind of makes my spirit feel a little bit better. But there are portions of it when um that they get sad again, right? Like when when Peter was like, he's like Peter, do you love me? And he's like yes. And then he's like Peter, do you love me? And he's like yes. And he's like Peter, do you love me? And he's like 
you know, you know, I love you. Why do you ask? But he was starting to feel sad. And then, you know, but the whole time Jesus knew what he was doing. Uh, or like just knowing that, hey, if you were following Jesus at some point, you must have known that the person you were following was really great. Right. The person that you were following must have felt like something like a bond, you know, because this person is the son of God. So that love, that that spiritual connection, that bond uh you're not really going to be receiving that until like after you die and move on from this life or uh through the holy spirit even but just to you know to not have that person i mean he's he's here with us right now but like it's crazy though because uh the um the apostles had to go through some stuff man but uh you know that's all good Cause 2022 years later, we're, um, we're still doing our thing, man, you know, holding it down and thank God for God. <laughs> thank God for Jesus Christ and thank God for the Holy Spirit, because look at how much life has changed. If it wasn't for that going down and then all of the, the Christians and all of like the disciples and apostles that started spreading the word and even to the points where it made it into like over here in this country and then it just changed life up. You know, I'm not saying everything was good because there was a lot of stuff that went down in history that was very tragic. So I can't take credit nor explain some of that stuff because I'm not God. And I say that to say this, that there's going to be some people who might hear this if they even listen at all. If they do, cool. If they don't, I don't care. But if they do hear this, they're going to try to be like, oh, yeah, you know, well, what about God this or what about God? Th I can't speak on that behalf because... I don't never know what it's like to be in God's shoes, but I could tell you that with some of the stuff that went down, we no longer have to offer like burnt sacrifices and stuff. And, uh, it just helps to know that you're saved. It just helps to know, but you have to accept them. And so like, there's, there's ways to go about it. Uh, it's also in the Bible, but, uh, when you pay attention to to what it says on there, it's like uh, you have to you have to know that he died on the cross for your sins. You have to know, or I'm sorry, you have to believe that he died on the cross for your sins. You have to believe that God resurrected him on the third day, and you have to believe that he's your Lord and Savior. And here's a little trick. So I heard this one time. Well, I'm going to say one thing and then I'm going to say the other. So the, the one thing is, so faith, the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. Uh, so a little bit of faith uh, can go a long way, right? Just the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Um, and don't doubt, right? So basically, a little bit of faith and I heard somewhere on TikTok from somebody else who was talking about God, where they're like, if you can believe something or you can know it, if you, if you believe in something, that's cool. But when you know it, it's like, it's more certain, you know? So it's like me personally, like, I know Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I know God resurrected him on the third day. I know that he's my Lord and Savior. How do I know this? The Holy Spirit. <sighs> so, 
that's all I need to know, right? And uh, it's crazy sometimes because, um, like, faith is really a beautiful thing to have, but without it, all works are dead. And it's impossible to please God without faith. So, I mean, and you can have faith in God about anything because God will never forsake you. And that's a beautiful feeling. I, I believe because it's really tough to, it's really tough to stand on your own on a day to day and think that it's really you and, and have to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, but not feel like, like something's looking after you. Right. Like it's different because you can feel like you got it on your own. But in reality, when you pay attention to certain stuff, you're like, oh, I just got lucky. It's God. Right. God's looking at you like, all right. But I still love my child. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of him. Oh, snap. Move this out the way real quick. That thing could have blocked them. I need them to go on this path because there's probably like people who are associated at this plot, this point in the plot. So, you know, I'll allow it. But, uh, you know. I'm 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 gonna put some stuff in there for them so that they could uh they can come back to me. And uh oh, you know, here they go. They're thinking that uh they got it again and saw them, so alright, bet. I'm gonna put some pressure on them. And I wanna see if they come back to me. Because I know or you know, God will put it in, you know, your life somewhere that come back to God. Give it to God. Give it to Jesus. Give it to the Holy Spirit. It's there, right? And so it's like, oh, dang. This person, you know, they repented. Cool. Perfect. That's what I wanted. Alleviate. Ah, uh, you see? You see? Cool. Continue moving forward. Move these obstacles out the way. Here's some blessings. Here's some blessings because I know you can't carry that burden. Why did I allow that? To let you know that it's not you, it's me. Because the creation of everything was on me. I even created you. I created it in this format so that you can see how great I am. I'm not good, but this my interpretation real, real, real quick, because I want people to to be able to visualize it a little bit differently than uh than just, you know, how I'm explaining things. Uh, So, you know, and then next, you know, you get to your life's purpose and you're like, oh, I've never felt this great. You know, I feel like I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Give it a God. Don't forget to give it to God. Most important part, why? Because God was there every time you're down. God was there every time you're up. Did you remember God when you're up? Uh, Maybe, maybe not, right? But who would you go to when you were down? A lot of people in jail. Uh, A lot of people were going through financial crisis, bad relationships, marriages and stuff. You always go to God and... I think that's a beautiful thing. I respect that, right? I respect that because I know what it's like to go to God when you got some stuff going on. But it's like, I also pray that, hey, God, can you allow me to remember you when I'm up? Because, like, thinking about it like a, like a best friend. If my best friend is with me when I'm down, I for sure want to see him when I'm up. It's like looking at a crowd of people who are like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, thank you guys. I appreciate the support and the boy. Come over here. Let me show you. You know, like that's what you would do 
to one of your buddies, right? I mean, unless you don't, but I think that's different because that buddy probably, I don't know, millions of different circumstances, million different perspectives. And uh, I'm not even going to begin to get into that, but I'm going to be like, you know, for ordinarily people would be like, no, 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 you come, you, uh, yeah, you know, look at, you know, and then the, the movie would end. Oh yeah. Everyone's cheering. Um, and then the guy's probably like, you know, got his hand up and his buddy's like, yeah, you know, but except for it's not a movie <laughs> and God is kind of controlling all the obstacles. He's allowing stuff to happen. Right. And he's never going to give you more than you can carry and everything happens for a reason. So, uh, you know, just know that stuff sometimes is putting your path to, uh, to kind of like test you. It's tough. Uh, man, I'm not saying that I don't recommend it. I do. It was tough for me to even come in and do this podcast. That's why you guys calling us something like stammering and stuttering and stuff. Uh, because I was just indecisive. But once I started like locking in the Bible, it just made me feel a little bit better. Uh, so in reality, it's like God does what he does, right? Because he loves us. Because he remembers we're just dust in the breeze. We're dust in the wind to him. But he'll remember you. He'll remember you. Jesus will remember you if you follow him. And that is awesome. Because out of every soul that has died in the last 2022 years, my name's going to be written somewhere. My name's going to be, and I'm not saying that it is. Because that's not up to me. That's up to Jesus. But I, I already told you what, you know, they say that you got to do, right? You got to uh, believe, you know, Jesus died, across, Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Hang on. All right, so Jesus died on the cross for your sins, and um, you have to believe that uh, God resurrected him on the third day, and then you also have to believe that he is your Lord and Savior. Those are the three things that will pretty much make you be born again, uh, and that's through the resurrection of Heavenly Father, uh, through through Jesus Christ. So, with that being said, none of us are exempt from repenting because none of us are the ones that are in charge of that but Jesus. So, uh, I keep hearing like that Jesus was the advocate. So, he, on behalf of the Heavenly Father, is also speaking on our behalf when it comes to us down here. And whatever it is that we ask him for, 
that is of God's will, Jesus will talk to God and God may grant it. Actually, he said it even says that God will grant it. And that's powerful stuff right there, because. I don't know about you, but if you got juice with somebody who owns like a big company or something like that, you kind of feel a little special. Right. You got a guy, you got the end, you know, people always, you know, you hear about him sometimes like, oh, yeah, I know the guy. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, wow, that's cool. You know, they might be like uh, chasing a little bit of clout. God is the creator of everything. Jesus knows that guy. You know, Jesus. Jesus is like. So long as it's part of his will, ask. I'll talk to God. God will grant it. That's powerful stuff. That's like the type of stuff where it's like. You don't even know what to do with that knowledge. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that will probably be like, oh, I want a million, million dollars. Uh, but there's certain things that, you know, when you like read the Bible that have to do with the flesh that that don't come from those spirits. Right. Because what you ask God for is like when you really do feel the, the presence of the Heavenly Father. Uh, now I'm speaking from my perspective, but when you feel the presence of the heavenly father, it's like anything you ask for just kind of feels like you're complaining because you're given everything already. You have life, you have peace now. And that peace doesn't feel like just a regular, like little brief second. All right, cool. Maybe like you laugh for a second. And then after the joke's over, it's no longer funny. So it's like life continues like that peace. So long as you like locked in with God, fills a void from within to where you're like, you're not even thirsty. You're not even hungry. You're just fulfilled. And, and then try to ask God for a million dollars. It doesn't work. Right. Because when you're that close to the spirit, to the Holy spirit, right. You're close with Jesus. And the only way to get to the heavenly father is being close to Jesus and Jesus, you know, uh, so you're not gonna be affected by those spirits, those spirits that make you think lustful desires, sexual temptation. Uh, and when I say lustful desires and then sexual temptations, those are two different things apparently, because you can have lust for food. You can have lust for like, uh, inanimate objects, you know, um, but sexual temptations, obviously we know sexual immorality. Or for the ones who don't know what that word means, it's uh, like where you're, um, you know, sexual urges for women. Uh, there's adultery where it's like where you have sexual urges for women or men that are married, uh, which is like a sin in itself. Because even the thought alone is pretty much like impure to God. So it's like you got to repent because that can lead to sin and sin can lead to Pretty much that's a seed for sin and sin leads to death. So the more you continue down that road, it's like, that's not a good road to be on. But thankfully, when you're around the Holy Spirit, you don't feel that kind of stuff. You don't, your brain doesn't just automatically pop up like, yeah, your brain will pop up like a, I don't feel like I can say thank you enough. 
I don't think that there's anything else in the world that I could do right now to say thank you enough for this overwhelming sense of joy. You rejoice a little bit and you rejoice a lot of it, but there's nothing you can do and you don't even deserve it. But he's so great that he did that for you. He did that for me through Jesus Christ and then the Holy Spirit. So I'm sorry, you wanted a million. What? You know, you want a million dollars? Like your brain's not going to just take it there because, you know, but however, his will be done. So if he wants you to have that million dollars and maybe you're going to help 20 million different people come to God, he'll grant it because his will be done. And that's the beautiful thing because it's never unholy, right? God will never uh, forsake us. And I think that's a very powerful thing. Uh, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing, man, because, uh, you know, the more and more you, you get closer to Jesus, the more and more you feel like a sinner, the more and more stuff just feels bad. It's icky. It's nasty. It's like, oh, um, you know, the attacks get real and it's because you're, you're being closer to God that the devil wants to keep you away from him. So you're pretty much being tempted and certain stuff feels like a setup and by human standards it's like oh yeah this person just got lucky it's a spiritual setup and you're really standing there like oh man how does man why does this sound like everything i've ever wanted right here in front of me and but something's kind of holding you back like something's like and then there's maybe part portion of you that wants it so bad you're willing to do anything in some people's cases, kill anybody, do anything to anybody else just to get it. And it's like, that was a test right there. And it's tough, man. It's tough because it, it's really counterfeit because the only one who can give you anything you want is God for it. he's the creator. And I think that's a very powerful thing because I was even allowed to say that right now. And that's uh, not by me, I promise you. If you guys knew uh, the amount of like uh, Bible that, you know, I listen to on the Bible app when I'm just driving around and stuff, you guys probably be like, oh, okay, that's crazy, you know? But uh, sometimes I don't even want to. But if not, I feel bad. And that's just me being truthful. You know, or sometimes I feel like if I get too far away from the Holy Spirit, I become more susceptible to, t to attacks. So it's best to stay in tune with him because if not, then you're going to start to feel like uh, you're getting beat up. And sometimes the getting beat up is introduced to you by everything you want. Everything you ever wanted. It's right there. Hey, yeah, you can have this. And then you're like, oh, yeah, cool. And then as soon as you go there, you spiritually just get jumped by like, seven demons and then you know now you're like god why have you forsaken me and then god's like uh just um put away your pride put away your ego and uh i'll get them off of you and then poof they're gone and then you feel like what do i gotta do oh i gotta just read my bible yeah yeah that's a that's a good idea and then when you when when you read it, it's like you're drinking spiritual water. It's the living word, so it's gonna kind of flow into you, and you're gonna feel a sensation like you're quenching your thirst. Like, 
And it's like so peaceful because you could drink water, but eventually you're going to need more water. Spiritual water is the stuff that makes you feel like fulfilled. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the stuff that is eternal life, you know, and you can only get that from reading uh, the Bible and pretty much being in the Holy Spirit, the living word of God. That's crazy stuff. But uh, never did I think that my life would take me here. And yet here I am. And I don't feel bad. I think it's interesting how my life took me here, but I don't feel bad. I think it's uh, meant to be because, uh, you know, how serious I try to take things. And uh, by no means do I think it's on me. Like, I'm not, I don't think that, oh, yeah, you know, like, I gave, I gave my life over to God and, you know, now I'm doing this. Like, I feel like I think I was meant to do this. <laughs> I don't ever feel like I would have wanted to do this, but God's so good that he kind of, like, was like, I got something for you. I got something special. And I was just like, yeah, I'd rather roll with you because it's kind of ghetto down here and I don't like it. And then here I am. <laughs> I got a podcast going, making videos, and it's like awesome. But the glory be to him, really, because it's not me. Uh, you know, even the music sometimes. I think it's it's creative to have like a um, – I'm sorry, not creative. It's crazy to have a bond with God, and then you're like, whoa, I don't know what I'm going to say next. And then, boom, it, you start – or like maybe like, and it almost feels like you're writing a book. You're like, oh damn, like that's, that's come suddenly. God's really allowing you. He's like, go ahead, do that. Go ahead, do it, do it, do it, do it, right? But don't forget, give me praise, because at the end of the day, why do you think we're here? It's for Him. It's not for us. Because of Him, we're us, and that's glory to Him. That's beautiful because I get to exist. Because somebody else is dope or awesome. I'm not going to say dope. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I take that back. But awesome is in the Bible. So I'm going to say because someone else is awesome. Beautiful. Be in awe of God. God is awesome. It's beautiful. So you know what I mean? And it happens. You're going to feel like and ego all oh man pride all oh man temptation all oh man this all oh man that but god's right there like you know i'm right here remember me remember him remembering is like a key because it's like having a superpower in your backpack but then maybe you forget you have that superpower because you're so caught up in what you're facing and that's the way the devil works he's like oh yeah look at my hands look at my hands look at don't look at your backpack look at my hands look at my hands oh and you're all like oh damn that's crazy like this is kind of overwhelming oh i'm scared but then you're like oh oh, oh wait i have a backpack oh bang and you just like open it up and then god's like and you're just like oh it's crazy how all the demons started running away right now and then Jesus is like, I didn't think that went through, but I think Jesus would probably be like the uh, one in your ear telling you to open your backpack the whole time. Like, just open your backpack. Like, how's that going to work? This guy's 
doing some crazy stuff in front of me. Oh, and then Jesus like, just open your backpack. Oh, no, I don't know. This is crazy, Jesus. Like, what if it doesn't work? Just open your backpack. Boom. Ta-da. The devils are running away. Or, I'm sorry, the demons are running away. So, you know. So, it's pretty chill. It's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Uh, and so, that's God. Now, I don't think that... uh. There's any way I could say thank you enough times for the stuff that I've gone through, me personally. Uh, but sometimes when I talk to people, because of my relationship with God, I think that it allows me to love them better. Love them more because, you know, to love God and then love Jesus and the Holy Spirit and then understand the things is like you really love your 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 neighbor is yourself. So in turn, you're pretty much loving everybody like how you would love yourself, but you're loving everybody. And since we're all children of God, they're all brothers and sisters. So if you love them all, then it's cool. Every now and again, you might get in no way, shape or form. Am I advocating that I'm perfect or that anybody who follows God is perfect? It's not, they're not, it's, it's, it's hard it's hard. It's harder than it looks sometimes because that word is at the tip of your tongue, that, that action, that reaction, it's all there. And speaking from experience, sometimes you're like, it's just too easy, too easy to just face dive into a can of worms or like a freaking stream of worms sometimes even, but, um, it's not easy. And, uh, you know, not to, to make it more complicated for anybody who's ever thinking about like talking to God. And I don't consider myself religious. Like, I think that's a, that's one of those things where sometimes I probably get looked at weird or crazy, but like, I remember being in the shower one time and I was praying to God and I was just like, God, what would it be like if we all praised you? And the message that came back to me was there would be no religion. I'm like, that makes sense because if they're, if we all knew to just worship God, we wouldn't be trying to say this God, that God, uh, this denomination of, we believe God this way. No, no, no. There's only one God. Everybody's just like, all right, so just go to God. If we all worship God, the way God wanted us to, there would be no religion. We would all just we he would be our active one God. He is our active one God. He's the living God, right? You see the movies. I went to go watch Thor, and I remember thinking, like, my God is real. In the movie theaters, I'm watching this, like, oh, this is entertaining and stuff. It's cool, but out of all those guys, my God is real. And I think that's very, like, powerful stuff to think, because if you have a relationship with him, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, uh, you feel it. You really feel it. And it's like no other, nothing other. And, but also let's get back into the whole, like, it's, it's really tough. It's, it's not easy because pride, ego, uh, you start to feel like, you know, stuff, you start to feel like it's a view. It's really him. The glory be to him. And sometimes you're like, but you know, I, uh, uh, it's, it's me. Cause I, uh, 
actually, if you just give it back to God, God's got something better for you. He'll be the one to make you prosperous, but it'll be in his name. And though it's within his name, right? You can't call it you. You can call it him, but he's going to bless you with so much. That's not a bad thing, by the way. That's a very gracious thing to do for somebody, right? Even kings back in the day, so long as their loyal subjects used to say that that's their king, he would let them live in their land. But not only that, sometimes he would even give them stuff. You have land. You have a command of this army. You get that, this, this, that, you know, because you know that I'm your king. And it's like, come on. That's that's pretty much the premise. You know, so it's 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 crazy stuff. And just to know that like it's not easy is just part of the journey, man. It's part of the process because uh I was talking to uh the biggest CEO, shout out Brianna, Inspirational Tuesdays, where she's like, God pretty much processes you. And in the process of processing you, your process, no, it's fine. Uh, you, you're, uh, you're kind of like being transformed into a new version of you that outlives the old version. So it's like a, a, a molt where you kind of like go through the, the metamorphosis process and pretty much all the bad stuff is like, I don't want to say boiled out completely because you're still in the flesh, you know, the flesh and the spirit they're always going to want different things. If you're with the spirit, then, you know, basically you're going to be going against the flesh. But if you're going with the flesh, then you're going to be going against the spirit. And the reason why I say not perfect, uh, you know, is really hard is because there's always going to be people who are going to make you feel bad for saying that you're transformed. You're born again. Jesus dropped the charges. You know what I mean? So there's always going to be people who who say that kind of stuff to you. And it's like, but have you have you heard the good news? Uh, or, you know, just it's not even about saying be perfect. We all fall short uh, to the glory of God. And I think that right there is a very big key. It's massive, actually. Because it lets you know that you're human. And that's all right. Because you don't have to be perfect. And even I struggle with that. Because I'm not saying I'm trying to be perfect. But I know. I always feel like I got a little bit more in me. And that little bit more. Has taken me to some pretty cool places. But uh, also it's like. If I fall. I wouldn't feel like I gave it my all. If I fall. It's like I got to get back up again. I got to keep going because. If if I stop now, I don't I don't really feel like I I gave that my best shot. And if you knew me before, you know, this is just a continuate a continuance of me just trying to get my best shot. Me just trying to give it my all, but in a better way because I didn't really like that last shot. You know, like I'm doing it, I'm doing it the best I can now, and it's in continuance to that. And. When I say that, I say this. Basically, none of that is my thing. That's that's not me. That's God. I was allowed to do that. That wasn't like, you know what? I'm just going to wake up and be a better me. 
it didn't work like that for me. There was way too there there were there were too many times where I was just like, "Hey yo, I'm a fraud. Hey yo, I suck. Hey yo, blah 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 blah." And then I may have heard Jesus in the back of my head like, "Don't talk about yourself like that. Don't judge yourself." You know, kind basically words in the back of my head because I don't remember exactly what Jesus said, but like, it it wasn't it wasn't like. Be mean to yourself, Richie. Like that's that's not your job. Your your job is to keep going, keep. And and then I was like, oh, yo, you know. But because of stuff like that, I was able to um, achieve a lot. And sometimes it's weird because some of the stuff I have achieved, I think sometimes people don't believe me. It doesn't matter. It's not me anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But Sometimes the people who don't believe me are usually like, it's not real to them. Their brain can't fathom how something like that could, could happen. And then, you know, for some people, it's like, yeah, that's exactly how it goes. So it's kind of like there's two worlds, right? Or two different mentalities. And then there's people like me that are kind of like, I got to see it. I got to do it. I mean, I could hear you say it and I can appreciate how excited I would be if I were you. And I'm kind of like this person where it's kind of hard to believe. So I don't really know. I got to see it. I got to do it. And that's probably why I'm right here, man. I don't know. I don't understand it. Oh, yeah. Another thing. You don't got to understand everything. Which is like one of my biggest aggravations. I couldn't tell you how many times I like broke down because I just didn't understand it. I was like, ah. Uh. So, uh, oh, wow. I've already been on here 57 minutes. So I'm pretty much going to call it, but I do want to say this though. It's, it's crazy how far you get with God, you know, and it's probably way, not even probably, it certainly is more than you can get on your own. You know, like I was just talking to my mom like this today where I was like, uh, sometimes you want to aim high, but based off of society standards or what people tell you, you might aim a little lower. And then God's telling you to aim as high as you can go. And even then, he'll take you higher. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. But, uh, yeah, check me out on Instagram. Uh, that's R-Y-M-E-Z underscore 818. Uh, check me out on TikTok. If you don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Uh, just follow God. <laughs> you don't got to follow me at all if you don't want to but if i could tell you one thing at all i'll say just follow god follow jesus follow the holy spirit i love you guys all take care the blessing continues i pray for this one on the mountain top taking pictures on my phone taking pictures on my phone for a number i don't even got for a number i don't even got for a number i don't got no for a number more. i ain't got no more it all happened now it, it all happened now it all happened